This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Masters got upset, they got mad, and lied about them, drug them in front of the magistrates. The, the magistrates had them beaten and thrown into the dungeon, thrown into the prison. But in the middle of the night, as they were praying and praising the Lord, singing praises to God, all of a sudden there's an earthquake. And not only do the doors fly open, but all their handcuffs fall off. So, miraculous earthquake that knocks handcuffs off of people, right? But they don't leave because they realize God's at work here. In today's message, Pastor Robert shares the birth of modern missions through the story of Paul. Although Paul endured many wrongful imprisonments, his mission was to establish new churches and encourage other believers in the faith. Do you allow setbacks to quiet your testimony? Share your story of faith. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. As I've shared with you, as we've talked about over the last several weeks, that's what the Apostle Paul was. At least in the beginning, he was a short-term missionary. He, He went out and when we left off last week, he was in Philippi, the Roman colony. It was a free city. The Emperor Augustus had conferred that status upon them because they, they backed him up. They supported him in, in a, a conflict, in a battle at, at one point, and it was, it was a, a huge privilege. The magistrates, the um, judges in, in that area were appointed by Rome, and they messed up where Paul and Silas were concerned. If you remember from last week, there was a, um, a slave girl she was demon-possessed. Her masters probably bought her for that very reason. And people would pay her masters to have her tell their fortunes. She was a fortune teller, palm reader, whatever, I don't know. But she's following Paul and Silas around, announcing them for many days, was the way Luke worded it here in the book of Acts. These men are sent to us, for, you know, they're servants of the Most High God sent to show us the way of salvation, which is all true. But... As we talked about last week, Paul didn't want Satan controlling his advertising campaign, so he fired him, basically, and cast the demon out of the girl. So the the girl's masters got upset, they got mad, and lied about them, drug them in front of the magistrates. The the magistrates had them beaten and thrown into the dungeon, thrown into the prison. But in the middle of the night, as they were praying and praising the Lord, singing praises to God, all of a sudden there's an earthquake. And not only do the doors fly open, but all their handcuffs fall off. So, miraculous earthquake that knocks handcuffs off of people, right? But they don't leave because they realize God's at work here. And the jailer, Paul knew, this guy's going to kill himself unless I stop him. 
because he was going to be required by the Roman authorities to serve out the sentences and endure the punishments of all of the prisoners he had allowed to go free. Earthquake or no earthquake, excuses weren't tolerated. So Paul yells out, don't hurt yourself, we're here. The guy ends up getting saved. All of the evidences convinced him that he needed to follow Jesus. And so, you know, what do I need to do? And so he believed, his whole household believed. But now as we pick it up in verse 35, something interesting happens. The magistrates, I guess they thought they had accomplished what they set out to accomplish. We beat them severely. We put them in prison. Now we're just going to kick them out of town. So in verse 35, we're told, when it was day, the magistrates sent the officers. Now the word indicates these were the people who had beat Paul and Silas. When it was day, the magistrate sent the officer saying, let, these, let those men go. So the keeper of the prison reported these words to Paul, saying, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans, and have thrown us into prison. And now do they put us out secretly? No, indeed. Let them come themselves and get us out. And the officers told these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. Then they came and pleaded with them, and brought them out and asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia. When they had seen the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. This is fascinating when you think about what's going on here. They've been beaten severely. They've been thrown in jail. Now they're going to kick them out of town. And Paul says, wait a minute. You're missing one, one little detail here, guys. See, you thought we're just a bunch of Jews stirring up trouble. Remember, that's what they had said about them. Paul says, but this Jew is a Roman citizen. I didn't get a trial. I didn't get the benefit of due process. You just ordered me to be beaten and imprisoned. And now you're going to just send me out of town as if nothing's happened? No, no, no. Public apology. And then maybe we'll consider leaving. Now, why does Paul do that? I mean, that doesn't seem like the humble... Christ-like, quiet, gentle spirit, you know, respectful of authority and this kind of thing that, that Paul actually teaches. No, but you see, he needed to protect this baby church that had just been born in Philippi. And so what he does here now is demand a public vindication of this public defamation, I guess, that has taken place here. He says, no, 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 I'm a Roman citizen. What you did was illegal. Come apologize, be nice, and then we'll see. And so they did. They came, and I don't know if you noticed the wording, but what Luke says is they came and begged them. The magistrates came to the prison and pleaded with them. They came and, and, and begged, please, we're sorry, we didn't know you're a Roman citizen. You know, we, we, I mean, this is all a big misunderstanding, and, and you know, please, we're, we're really sorry. Because they knew they would be in big trouble with, with Rome over something like this. They took their law seriously. And these guys had just ridden roughshod all, all over it. So Paul does this, and when he's released, he goes to the home of Lydia. Now, if, if you remember, she was the first convert in Europe. Lydia was the lady that... You know, they had found her and the other ladies down by the riverside praying. And, you know, Paul explains to them about Jesus. She accepts the Lord and the church is born. Well, now he goes there because apparently this little group of believers met at her house. And so he goes there, encourages them, explains to them, guys, listen. He explains the whole situation to Lydia, the folks at Philippi, and then, and then they leave. Now, in 17, verse 1, chapter 17, verse 1, it says, Now when they had passed through Amphipolis... 
Apollonia, that's the next one. Or Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, and a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women, joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace, and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Jason has harbored them. And these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying there is another king, Jesus. And they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. So when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Now, give me your attention. Basically, you know, I guess they were staying with this guy, Jason. And so when they couldn't find Paul and Timothy and Silas and Luke, they grabbed Jason and some of the other guys and, and drugged them in and, and then made them post bail before they would they would let them leave. But I want us to consider just a few things as we, as we look at this passage and what was going on here. Remember, this was the birth of modern missions. This is, this is what's going on here. And, and we see something in this early pattern, and I'm not suggesting that we should be limited by the early pattern, but it is something that's good to pay attention to and just kind of be aware and, and think through what we see happening with, with the Apostle Paul on these first trips. He sets out from Philippi, he and his little, little company there, whatever. And they walk, or maybe it was camelback. I don't know. Maybe they were riding a camel. Imagine all day, every day, for a week to ten days. That was the journey. They left Philippi, and they, and they went to this Amphipolis, or however you say it, roughly 30 miles. They didn't stay. Did you notice that? They passed through. They passed through. They went to this next one. Polonia, Apollonia, another 30 miles, give or take. They didn't stay. They kept going. Why? Why? Well, because Paul was following Jesus. Now, that's an essential thing to understand. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. We're always aiming to bring you the truth and promises found in the pages of the Bible, and we pray God reveals exactly what He wants you to hear every time you tune in. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field, and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Charisma versus Charismania by author and pastor Chuck Smith. 
This book takes a biblical approach to the Holy Spirit and His influence in the lives of Christians. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another teaching in the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.